Hey, listeners, I'm so sorry that we're not here. Phil and I are both on holiday, and this is the beginning of a three-week holiday for the Super Baby Bros. Well, it's sort of a holiday. Like, we're taking a holiday from the show, but our lives don't match up perfectly. We're not entirely in sync. You're on holiday. Yeah, we're not going I'm on holiday I'm still doing together. my regular that's old life. Not, that's not how we do it. We don't do shows, uh, you know, at a beach hut somewhere. <laughs> uh, but what we thought we'd do instead, listeners, is do previews of the upcoming films. So I've got the uh, schedule ahead of me, Phil, and next Tuesday, because we're recording this the same time we recorded last week's episode, so in fact it's last Tuesday. Day for you guys. Oh, now, gosh. War for the Planet of the Apes will have been released. Yeah, I'm sad not to be able to do a proper review for this one. Are you really? I'm really excited for it. I have to say, a I lot think, of people are. I think it's got a weird sort of sense of epicness that actually feels a bit justified. I cannot not laugh at every single trailer. No! Precisely <laughs> so, Phil. Play I just can't take bite, it players. seriously. Do you want to play yeah, that clip? Okay, that's it. Okay, fine. That's Caesar, incidentally, listeners, saying this. You know, Woody Harrelson is in it. It, The trailer, I think it's just badly edited. It's got those horn stabs. It's really dark. It's really serious. And what they've done with Woody Harrelson's speech in it is exactly what they've done with uh, Caesar's speech in it. They've taken phrases and then spaced them out. So it just, how can you not laugh at that? Woody Harrelson says, we thought the war was over. (laughs) But... Yeah, they they stretch out for uh, things trailer haven't <laughs> like it just keeps going. I thought, how has no one spotted this? I, I didn't know, I man. It just didn't work. It felt like a cheap trick or something. I think this is going to be good. I think Andy Circus is going to knock it out of the park. I think it's going to be quite exciting seeing uh, what maybe a conclusion, but kind of is the joining part from the beginning of that James Franco film all the way to this. You're following Caesar, that ape that Andy Circus has played. You get to see him progress each time. They've taken uh, time and energy to kind of build this ape world and progress it in a believable way. And I think there's something interesting in there. There's something interesting in Caesar as a character, I have to say. We'll wait and see what happens. Is it, um, they're potentially getting close to some interesting political uh, ideas, which I believe is kind of the point of the first one, isn't it? So it'll be interesting to see where they go, because now they're two societies who apparently can't coexist. Mm. What do you do in that situation? So we'll see what happens. Also, can I just say, the special effects look absolutely top-notch. You've got it's to impressive. It yeah, yeah. I mean, I can still tell they're fake monkeys. And That's what makes me laugh. No, but also, I saw a behind-the-scenes little vignette on YouTube or whatever, and you saw Andy Circus running around in his little mocap suit with all the other apes that are in mocap. And I think you've got to give him loads and loads of credit for acting seriously as an ape man who talks. It's a tough Amongst kick. all these like weirdly dotted, <laughs> grey-suited lycra people yeah. with a camera on their face at all times, doing ape impressions. You Using these like special crutches so they can walk like apes. I think it's hard, it's a ridiculous gig to have to do. Well, you know, and they do it completely sincerely. What you have to do then is email us in. If you've seen it, then send us your thoughts right now, and you can get the jump on us, and we can see what you guys thought of it. You can be the reviewers in our absence, and we can give plus ones or minus ones oh, to our listeners. Wouldn't Ooh, that be nice? Turn be the tables. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, out that week, Cars Three. Well, there we Whatever. go. That's what's happening, and also the Beguiled, which is the film that uh, Sofia Coppola film that Benedict said was nearly a standout at the Cannes Film Festival. It topped a lot of people's lists not his but i'll see anything that sofia coppola is in so yeah go and watch that listeners tell us your thoughts and those are all the kind of big releases for next week uh i guess tune back in <laughs> next week to hear our thoughts on the releases in two weeks time do you want to throw in a little bit of bonus content as well bonus 
Do you not have any? Because I keep on, I keep on throwing in too many. You just uh, you're a bonus factory, my friend. I've got a couple. I'm going to do this one. Okay. Good. Good. So I still play Pokemon Go, which I probably is a bit embarrassing. I don't think it is. I think a lot of people do, but not me anymore, man. It's Sorry. good fun. I've got back into it. There's a time where I wasn't playing it, but anyway, Pokemon Go, you go all over the place in the real world trying to find Pokestops or whatever. Of course. And so I happen to go to a slightly inappropriately placed one, which is on a famous person's grave. They, that's where you can go and you can spin spin it or whatever and get like your little Pokemon. <laughs> Back and everything it kind like of that. is a, almost a tourist attraction or point of interest, isn't it? Well, so this is the thing. I, I've been to this one many a time because it's quite close to where I live. And I went there and it happens to be in a churchyard and a, and a grave site. Okay. And it's somebody who's very famous. And I realised I'd never actually seen the grave where this person is. And so I thought, oh, you know, I really should actually see it. So I went in and looked. And then I was like, okay, let's go win this gym or whatever it was. But while I was there, the guy who like is the groundsman for the grave was like, thought I was really interested in this guy's <laughs> life and the fact and that I'd seen his grave. you couldn't admit that you were actually playing No, Pokemon I didn't. I, so I was holding my phone. I was thinking, oh, I've got a timer on. I need to do something in a certain amount of time. And I was thinking, oh, just, I'll, I don't want to be rude because this guy's really nice. He's being very friendly. He's just chatting to me. I was like, oh yeah, I thought I'd just check it. I was like, he's like, do you know the history of blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, not not as well as I should have, you know. Kind oh, of, uh, that's uh, you know. Please tell me more. Like, no, that. I thought it was kind of like uh, give a credit and then move on, and then we can go about our day. But no, he was like, well, let's have a seat then. Let's tell me. Let me tell you about what I know. And he literally took me through like all these different pieces of information about this particular writer. And I, and as he was going, he was like, well, you know about X's husband don't you and i said no i don't know because <laughs> i didn't i didn't want to lie to the guy and so he then was like well, let me go back let me go back and all the while i'm thinking oh no i don't want i didn't want to be in this situation <laughs> but i can't say that i don't want to play pokemon that's ridiculous and this guy's being really nice and sweet and telling me really interesting stuff but it wasn't what i was looking for at that particular time so i just kind of went with it and did my most polite I could do listening face uh, well, and listen as best I could. And actually, I did learn something. I'll so tell you what, Phil, I bet that was more rewarding than uh, the Pokemon you could have caught, <laughs> eh? Well, I did miss out on that particular thing that I was going for, but oh but it was it was comeuppance because I you know you, it, it's not really appropriate that it's I been turned. I mean, there have been worse things. Pokemon Go was in the news, was it not, for doing terribly stupid things like concentration camp remains being a Pokestop. Do you yeah. recall that? But having said that, I do think there's a credit to, it draws attention to something which you, I didn't know that this little historic person was just around the corner from me. Yeah, and I don't think I would have gone. Is that the way you want to be introduced to these historic relics by a Pikachu sitting on top of the grave of a famous writer? I mean, Gotta you know, it's not great, but then you think about Disney and the fact that they managed to make everyone know about Hans Christian Andersen stories. You know, it maybe it introduces it to them. I think you're giving them quite a lot of credit there. But hey, look, I don't entirely disagree. But Pokemon thanks. Go educating me. Cheers, Pokemon very Go. Much and thank you very much to the very nice groundsman who did a very good job explaining some deep history. So I was thinking about writing an article on Pokemon recently, Phil. Do you want to hear the title of it? <laughs> what was this it? This is the way my mind works sometimes. It's pathetic. Here, it, like, I'm going to read it out to you. Pokemon and the joys of consumerism. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Pokemon, Pokemon we, No. That's, that's, that's good. I should have called it that. But wouldn't you click on that article? The joys of, what, who knows what it means? What's he going to say? <laughs> you would click on that article. Absolutely You're the only nothing one. of interest, yeah. Okay, thanks listeners for tuning in this week. We'll be back next week with a little mini episode. And you never know, we might be back with a proper show the week after that, but we'll wait and see. Hope you're having a lovely time. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.